are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. Our thanks to all of you out there for listening and supporting the show. There are tons of podcasts out there, and we're honored you chose us. Hopefully, we don't let you down. I'm pretty sure we won't. I think we, uh, we've got a good show. Yeah. Yeah. The Dodgers are headed to the playoffs. How could we ruin that, right? This week, we'll give our thoughts on the current state of the Blue Crew as they head into the postseason. LeBron took the court as a Laker for the first time, and even though it's only preseason, it's still something to be excited about. Yes, the LeBron era in L.A. has started, and the era of Sosha in L.A. is officially over. My bobblehead theory was correct. Yes, it was. Been taking conspiracy lessons from Vic. Well done. We're also, we got a great topic this week, which we're going to need Hammer to explain it later, but it's uh, it's essentially the moment a player arrived, and uh, we'll be talking all about that. Let's get this show started, shall we? I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. On April 29th, seven games behind Arizona and three games under 500, Dave Roberts said, when it's all said and done, the Dodgers will be at the top of the division. I love that guy. And they are. Congrats, sir. Darren Besa. Mike Sosha from One Angel Fan to you. Thank you for your 19 years of service. Yes, indeed. Ah, we're going to miss you, buddy. Now, don't let the door hit you. No, just kidding. Love oh. you, Mike. <laughs> ben Garcia. Hoopty who? And live via satellite, Eric, the Portuguese hammer, Vieira. Wow. Let's go, Dodgers. Sorry, we had to put stuff down. Oh, oh, whiskey in my yeah, hand. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I missed, we don't get the visual cues. When, yeah, when the hammer delay on, was interesting. It was yeah. it was hammer. I was expecting the galaxy clap. <laughs> <laughs> Some little chant. It still it still applies. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Gentlemen, welcome. Good to see all of you. Congrats to you, Dodger fans. Thank you. We're, Thank you. Uh, Appreciate we're, it. How high did the panic level get over the weekend? Um, for me, it probably hovered around seven. Oh, Ooh, that's high. that yeah. is pretty high. That's, that's butt clinching yeah. time. Wow, I yeah. feel like as a, a butt clincher, as a Dodger fan, I'd have been on pins and needles. It makes it fun <laughs> though, right? Oh, totally. I, I thought that San Francisco was going to steal. Oh, Eastwood. I did too. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I think anytime when you're depending on this late in the season and you're hoping for other teams to lose, yeah, you're you got to really watch yourself. Well, the fact that the Nationals pitched was it Scher, uh, Scherzer? Yeah, in game in, in game one. Of their series and and then ended up beating the Rockies. That's what opened the door for us to you know actually tie them and go to that 163rd game. So you know hats off to the Nationals because they could have just you know walked it in and of said, of course, yeah, you know, hey, let's let's put some rookie in there and let them pitch and give up 15 runs. But they they pitched one of their top aces and they ended up beating them for us. So thank you. There you go. At time of recording, we should uh, disclose we're watching uh, the. Top of the 12th inning, wow, Colorado-Chicago game. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are all rooting for Chicago in this, right? Nope. <laughs> no. Negative. No. I mean, sorry. Colorado. Yes. You said that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're right. I know they sound the same, but... See, yeah, we've... Rather you know, see Colorado. It's the whiskey. And this is... Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. This is with a little, just a little bit of alcohol tonight. It's rough, these one-game series. It's weird, right? It is. Yeah. And the, yeah, and that's that's what made me nervous over the weekend. Is I I don't think there was ever a doubt that the Dodgers were going to make the playoffs, but I think winning the division was crucial. And so the fact that it all worked out in their favor, being in a playoff game, a one game playoff, it can get wacky. In a series, you would hope that the Dodgers' talent wins out, but in a one game, you know, playoff, a wild card, anything could happen. So that that was the scary thing about uh you know playing the Cubs or or, or the Brewers or whoever landed there. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. So going into the postseason, gentlemen, what uh, Vic? What are we? What are we excited about? What are we expecting? Um, for well, I mean, I've already made it known that I feel like they're going to the World Series. You've said from the beginning once they get if in, they there. make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, this way. you know they're going to be pitching for a rotation of four. When you have uh, Bueller, Kershaw, <laughs> Ryu, who, had, who nobody's been talking about, but has an ERA under two this year, and Rich Hill, the veteran, you know, guy that comes up big in the playoffs and in big games. To be able to, you know, beat this team in a series with the bats that they also have, I mean, it's, I mean, think about it. If Justin Turner has a night off, you have Manny Machado. Manny Machado has a, a you know, a bad night. You have Puig that can do anything at any time. If Puig has a bad night, you know, Jacques Peterson still has pop in his. Kike you know, can hit. Kike can hit. I mean, this whole, Bellinger. this entire. Muncie. Muncie, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole so you can literally have two or three guys have, you know, a couple of bad games and, eh, you yeah. know, and you put that in a, in a four game, you know, uh, where you got to win four games or three games and they're going to be tough to beat. Let me let me put this yeah. into perspective. I'm, I'm going to play my part, which is to be negative. <laughs> hey, that's why hey, you play that so here. well, though. Couldn't I? Could I make the argument that you know Kershaw will lose one of his two stars, <laughs> and that the bullpen is going to blow at least one game that we should win? So if they if that happens, now that's two losses. That means that we have to win four of five games. Do you think that the Dodgers can do that with that sac- with that with that circumstance of Kershaw losing and the and the bullpen giving at least one game up? Yeah. Why that's not? two games out of. Yeah. That's two games out I mean, of. Uh, seven. What is it? Yeah. But how many do you have to win total? Two in, series, four, in one, 11, four, and three. 11. So, I'm yeah, saying, I'm 11, saying, in the first, eleven games, in you the draw first two. series, in the first series, right? I, I say in the first, in the first series against the Braves, you will have two losses, one due to Kershaw, one due to the bullpen. How many well, losses Kershaw's, are the Braves going to have due to their bullpen? Yeah. And they're non-starters that they really don't have great starters on that side. So I mean, yeah, totally. I don't think that's a problem at all. Okay. And they're and they're giving Kershaw the rest because Ryu is going to start Game One. Yeah, and thank so God that, they made that decision. Gonna, yeah, so that's going to push <laughs> Kershaw back. Well, uh, and, and but, that's but the- I will add to your the the hate couch the negativity is at the end of that game when they brought Kinley in and he gave up <laughs> two home, yeah, runs, two home runs. runs. That that did not give me a vote of confidence, you know, with how he's doing, especially given uh, the woes that he had in the World Series last year. Yeah. Uh, that scares me a little bit. So that does make me nervous, especially if you're in a tight game. But I think I think the bats are, are, are heating up at the right time. Uh, so, again, if, if it costs them one or two games, again, that's two out of the 11 that they have to win. I think they have so much talent everywhere else it, that they can make up for it. They're going to be a tough, a tough out. Yeah. The... So let's talk about Kenley Jansen because that, if I was a Dodger fan, I'd all be very long. nervous. All about year that. Long. Yeah. Is is Roberts committed to Jansen as the oh, closer, yeah. yes. or do we no. get to no, a if point where if he it. blows it, like, but if he gets to a point where like he's blowing leads, do we see in the playoffs a change? Like, it's, I feel like I mean, that was one of the knocks against Sosha always. Is he was if you're a closer, you, you you're close. by the closer. Yeah. You're you do what your job is. And there no, isn't ma- no matter the outcome. Yeah, no matter the outcome. <laughs> yeah. I think that he will be his closer. But what I think will happen is if you remember back, I think it was two years ago, and, and even you saw it last year where if it was in the seventh inning with like two outs and they needed to get somebody, they were trying to extend him to six outs to seven outs. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they did that because they trusted him. And I think that Roberts at this point is probably doesn't have that warm and fuzzy feeling that, 
Jansen's going to come through for six outs. He's really just crossing his fingers, hoping he can get through three. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's where Maeda is really going to be probably key in this uh, in this playoff run. That if it is the seventh inning, they're going to bring in Maeda, and you know him being a an, a starter can go two innings without an issue and probably can do it on multiple nights. So I think that that's who they're going to rely on in that situation. But in the ninth, I do think that they're going to stick with Jansen because it it really is a mentality. And yeah. and nobody, even Maeda, I don't think has that mentality to do it long term. So you you got to you got to stick with the horses that, you know, that you've got in in the stable. And and Jansen's mm-hmm. one of them, so I think you got to stick with them in that situation. I'm I'm raising my hands in the air praising Ben right now because I, I agree 100% because I think the the one positive that I'm going to spin this is that with Jansen being as shaky as he is, Roberts is definitely not going to go to him for the six-out save. And I think that's where you're going to get Kinley throwing his hardest as getting just that last inning to close out the game. And hopefully they're in situations where they're more than one run up. So if he does have that buffer, uh, he can get there. And then again, excellent point with Maeda being that stopgap. But I think if you just need him in the ninth, and that's why you brought him up. In, in that Rockies game, because they were up 5-0. They really didn't need to bring Kinley in, but Roberts wanted to, you know, get him the reps and let him know that he's his guy, right. and, and he stuck with him. Even after he gave up those two dingers, he still left him in there. And so that shows that he's Roberts' guy for the final inning, and I think we'll be seeing him there. But fortunately, uh, we do have Maeda in that stopgap position. Yeah. You know, I, I really love the dynamic in the room between all you Dodger fans because I, I hear Ben, he's kind of protecting himself a little bit. Oh, I'm not protecting bit. myself. I'm <laughs> just a realist. I, I, I see no, he's, Vic he's on the it. other end of the table, and he's all rainbows and butterflies right now. But you know what? As I, I said, see, I don't see it as rain. See, rainbows and butterflies to me is Jeff at the beginning of the season saying <laughs> the Angels are going to win everything. Well, that's, that's, that's what Jeff talking about. We're, we're talking about a team. I'm reality. We're talking about that's a reality. team that went to the seven games of the World Series just last year and pretty much brought back the same crew. So, and 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 the Atlanta doesn't have. I'm not saying that the Atlanta doesn't have a chance. Of course, any team has a chance yeah. to win in the playoffs. Yeah. But on paper, the Dodgers are the best team in the playoffs, and so I don't see it as being rainbows and butterflies i see it as if if every if the dodgers do what they're supposed to do they're in the world series all right it's as simple as that and kenley jansen still had 38 saves this year for for a guy that is having an off year that's the rainbows and butterflies though it's where you're taking a negative and you're putting the positive spin on it but but, trust me i wrote the book on rainbows and butterflies (laughs) that's what it is no no Fair enough. Not, fair to enough. An, not to an unrealistic extent. How about no, that? No, fair enough. But <laughs> it's still, I take it. But he Maybe. still had 38 saves. It doesn't yeah. take that fact away. That's a stat. Wait, wait, wait. That you can go, he's number four. Do we need an intro for that? Uh, no, but I was, I was, <laughs> he's gonna, number four in Major League Baseball in saves. Yeah, but I, I will challenge right? you here where, and I, again, I don't have any of the data in front of me, but how many of those were with three runs in the ninth inning? How many were with two runs and how many were. You know, with with the but, guy but, on second, with but a you can say lead. the same thing about any relief pitcher. That's true, right? And, so they're and, all in the same. You know, but there's two things going for you. He's got a hell of a lineup behind him where he probably right. had run support, and two, he was on a 92 win team where he had the opportunity to to close out games, right? Because you can have a hell of a closer on a team that wins 48 games. I think right. you're only going right. to have 10 saves. Right. I think exactly. the counter to that is it's a long season, and what have you done for me lately? Is really what have you done what we're concerned lately? about with Jansen, right? So, so let me ask it's, you. It's the it's the not okay. I think what the the real concern is is when he when in the past years when he pitched, there was never any doubt, mm-hmm. right? And now there is a seed of doubt, 
And I think people have blown up that seed of doubt to where, and fans do this all the time, where it's like, uh, oh my God, like, why is Dave Roberts doing this? He, he's too micromanaging. He's da 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 he took the team to the World Series last year. Sure. He has a 92-win season this year. With all the injuries, every starter went down this year. Corey Seager's out for the year. I mean, the guy knows what he's doing, but yeah. he makes one little mistake, and everybody piles on, right? And it's the same thing. So Jansen's not having a Jansen-type year, but how many relief pitchers would love to have the year that Canley Jansen just had? I'm sure and a also, lot of relief pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Who exactly. Else is, who, who else is he going to bring in to close the game? Kinley's your guy. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know what the other option is. There's no other alternative. So let me ask you this, Vic. If, if let's say the Dodgers lost in the first round against Atlanta, what is it on, of their team that caused that loss? Was it the pitching? Was it their hitting? I no. Is, I, I, are they just not going to lose this first round series? No, of course they can lose it. Um, if if they if they lose it, it's going to be because the, the bats go cold and Atlanta stays hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's how they're gonna lose. Okay. All right. Yeah, because on paper on paper it's on the paper. Dodgers series. Right. Exactly. So it's gonna be if Atlanta gets red hot and the Dodgers somehow get a slump, that's what's gonna happen. Right. It's not gonna be the construction of the team or no. the management of the team because no. right now they're they're set up for success. Yeah. There, there's one thing that I do hope going into this postseason. I, I did feel getting back to Roberts that last year there was many situations where I felt that he overmanaged and that he would bring a, a relief pitcher in. For one batter, the guy would throw two pitches, they get the guy out, and then he'd immediately go to the next guy because he was playing the percentages. But what ended up happening was that later in the game, when he needed to, 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 to bring somebody in because someone was struggling, he didn't have that option. And he did have to bring Jansen in. So, you know, I think that sabermetrics do take you to a certain point. But I also think that a feel for your, for your lineup, a feel for your bullpen, and a feel for where you were at in the game – I'm hoping that this year he shows a little bit of restraint and doesn't play with the pitching staff as much as he did last year. Now, I don't think he has the options that he used to. Yeah. So, so maybe that will limit his 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 decision making, but I really would like to see the starter go 6, you know, maybe uh, Kenta go 7 and 8 and then Jansen and just have it be this is what we know you're going to do and then if you know you have a situational a, a situation uh, where maybe one batter comes up, do it every once in a while, but don't do it batter to batter like he did it last year. Fair enough. Guys, I'd be careful of that on-paper stuff. On paper, the Angels were supposed to uh, <laughs> win the World Series yeah, what, this year with what that high-powered that? offense. <laughs> and that, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Rabel's a butterfly. That's how you do it, Vic. Come on, you need to step up your game. I stepped up my conspiracy theory game. <laughs> my bad. Uh, any other Dodgers stuff before we move on? No. Dodgers were number one in uh, attendance, broke a record this year. Just thought I would throw that oh. out. Ben? Oh, well, that's real quick. Well, they had an extra game, so that's why. Oh, you went to 163. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Ben, did you go so to any did, of those uh, games? So did Chicago. <laughs> I, I went to that one. Congratulations, game for, uh, you guys! I, I did this summer. Remember, I told you a story yeah, about right. getting yeah. out of the stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah. Worst day of your year. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Miserable. <laughs> oh man. Moving on, the Rams. How about oh. that? They are four and zero after beating Minnesota thirty-eight to thirty-one. Good stuff. Those we, Rams. Ah. Oh. We head to the hated Seattle Seahawks in Week Five to take them on. This, um, this team is going to actually make Jeff right. 
Oh, yep, wow. I yeah, that's right. You guys, I, I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't, you guys. Yes. I would not doubt it. I, yes. I'm, I totally agree with Ben. Although, if you remember, I predicted this upcoming game a loss. Only because you didn't want to be 7-0 yeah. and get literally, made fun. That's true. Literally. literally. Yeah. No, seriously. In, in reality, you called 7-0. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I it did. just might make Jeff finally I'm, right. I'm going to stick with it. There's a possibility. You know, you, it's a division game, and even though Seattle is beat up with Earl Thomas going down, Jeff. I feel like this is one of those games where – where this, you know, the Rams team could come in there cocky and just, you know, get get blindsided. I am I'm disgusted of what I'm hearing. As you should, <laughs> you should As you sit should in be. the corner, go to timeout because that's just BS. It killed me saying yeah. that. You're good, right. Good for you. They're, they're, they're gonna, gonna win. win. They're yeah. gonna win forty to nothing. They're stuck <laughs> There you go. I'm changing my notes. All right. Love it. For all the rest of your Rams news, you go to the Rams house. Whose house? Rams house. house. Yeah, we put that little show out also. It's a good one, I yeah. think. Darren Bass is back this week, so it's... Oh, I am. It's actually going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Because <right. laughs> no, all he did was read his notes last week. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all we did. That's all we did. You were there in spirit, Darren. Uh, well, well, thank you. Good to have you back, by the way. Yeah. You made it back from New Orleans. Yes, I did, yeah. He's a yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a professional crawfish... Uh, uh, Wrangler, <laughs> but hey, you know what? Right. How's the restaurant going? Yeah. Well, it's, it's off to a slow start, but it's yeah. coming along. It's <laughs> good to have you back, you know. buddy. Pretty dangerous. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to our topic of the week, shall we? It's been a while since we've uh, done one of these, but with the performance that Jared Goff had in last Thursday's mm. game, which really mm. was amazing, we're not calling him the real deal yet, but I feel like we're getting closer. He's pretty close. That guy yeah. is. It's not just the offensive line. No. You've got to have talent to you, you, throw the balls he's throwing. Yeah. Did you see any of the game, Ben? I did. I saw the highlights. Yeah. yeah. That throw. Were you, he, he made, oh, that, he, he made some throws. That accuracy. second touchdown throw yeah. to Cooper Cup. Uh, I mean, an inch either way. Yeah. And that's getting bad. Yeah, he down had quite a few second. throws. Not necessarily touchdowns, but he had a, quite a few throws that were, I mean, they had to be perfect throws, and they were. Yeah. 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 And it was like, to me, wow. The, bu- the bump. The bomb to Cooks was the one that was most impressive. Yeah, okay. that was nice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we know he has the arm strength, yeah. but the, yeah, the accuracy. But that was both. I mean, he that, was in stride. Was, Cooks was in stride. He yeah. didn't have yeah. to. Yeah. He nailed it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, this goes to chemistry between players because mm-hmm. I when when they played the Ra- uh, the Raiders in Week One, there was I think three or four plays where Cooks or the other receivers mm. for the Rams Which? got behind the safeties and were open, and Goff missed them. And I think that it's just because you know it was early in the season. They didn't have any that was sort their of preseason game. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. Have, they have no reps <laughs> right. during the preseason. Yeah. Yep. And so now you're starting to see with practice and right. with mini camps, and now you know four games into the season that that chemistry between the quarterback and the receiver now is actually starting to come about. Yeah. And he's no longer missing those throws. Yeah. Yeah. And so that oh. for you guys is, is 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 a good thing moving forward. Yeah. And oh. Jeff, you know, I'm so glad that you mentioned that Cooper Cup pass because you know I do or. I do elaborate a little bit about that during the Rams House episode. My so, boy, Cooper Cup. You know, listen in because, you know, there's there's much more behind it than just, you know, Cooper Cup going out and Jared Goff slinging it 70 yards. There's much more behind it, and it, it's it's good stuff that's coming in the chemistry that this team has. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited sure. for so, what they have to offer. So Jared Goff, that, I mean, it kind of got us thinking between him and then also Walker Bueller. And his yeah. Walker Texas Bueller Walker L A Bueller <laughs> whatever L A Bueller yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. his amazing performance uh, the kid uh, yeah I mean the, just, just wow the the it, it kind of got us thinking about what that moment is when a player arrives yeah and actually Hammer came up with this topic and 
we want you to kind of explain what you meant by arrives. <laughs> what, what what did you mean by that? Well, you know, leave it to me uh, to be political and leave it open ended, so you can take it a lot of different directions. <laughs> and, and as a as a professional podcaster, that's what I bring here is yeah. because you. You know, there's a lot of different definitions that you can go with it, but you, you're you're absolutely right. With Jared Goff, to me, uh, he's someone who I just I I was struggling to throw you know all my my eggs in his basket. But to me, after watching that performance, the throws that he made, a perfect passer rating, 465 yards, mm-hmm. five TDs. I mean, to me. It, it felt like he arrived. That was a moment where he announced himself that he is a legit NFL quarterback. And then uh, with Walker L.A. Bueller, uh, him, he, he's he's basically become the Dodgers ace throughout the course of this season. Yeah. But when when it's all on the line, one game, uh, a one-game playoff to win the division, he threw 6.2 scoreless innings, one hit, and he basically won that game for the Dodgers. So to me, that was a, an iconic moment for him, especially going into the playoffs. So to me, when it means to arrive, it could be one specific game where maybe you have, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have uh, a streak, a resume. You have a streak, or you have a resume that you've already built. Yeah. But this is the moment where you solidify it. Or it also could be, uh, you know, and of course, I'm going to bring it back to soccer. It could be someone who is coming in like Zlatan, who is announcing the hype and then backs up the hype and then just continues to deliver on on what they're doing. So there's a few different ways you can take it. It could be someone who's coming in and just making a lot of noise. Uh, Yesiel Puig, when he first came into the league, that's another player who I imagine, you know, he arrived. I mean, stop talking about players. You're taking all of our guys. (laughs) (laughs) It it could be someone. It could be that. Instant impact. Once you get hammer going, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. I could do this all day. So it it could be an instant impact, or it can be a, a specific moment when a player finally turned it off. Wait, let me let me ask this, Eric. What what can can that moment be in a loss? So let's say Walker Bueller pitches seven strong, one hit, mm-hmm. no earned. Mm-hmm. That's a good and question. Then, and then he goes out of the yeah. game, and they end up losing five to nothing. Mm-hmm. Would that could, I think it, could you say that he that's the moment he arrived, even though he lost the biggest game of his career? He didn't lose it, but the I, game was I, lost. Right. right. I, but I, I would agree that he arrived because that's the moment that he showed when it was on the line. He didn't crack. That he could. So do I it. would okay. still say I'd still say that he arrived. But the win obviously it helps. takes it over the top. Um, the moment so has maybe, to be that much bigger. Though. You wouldn't be. Yeah, you wouldn't be. You probably wouldn't say he's arrived with the loss. Just because you know he would have had to have given up one run, or or maybe you know if they gave it, if Kenley gave up, Kenley, six, yeah, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the bullpen yeah, gave it up. Yeah, you you don't hang it. Yeah, you wouldn't hang that on Bueller, but I think it would. It's a difficult question. I don't know that I'd give give it to him that he arrived if it's a loss. Yeah, but the, the but moment would have to be, be that moment, much yeah. bigger because look at it's like elevated. the D fish point oh three or whatever. Like yeah. that would have been such a bigger moment if, if they'd they gone the on series. to win. That's yeah. true. So, Hammer, why don't you start us off with uh, one of your players and, and moments? Hell, he or, already did, but like yeah. five players. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's his answer. That's Hammer, the cheat. Hammer shot is wide. Who else has got one? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'm, I'm going to actually, you know, we, we put, posted this question in our Facebook group. We posted it on Twitter, and we got a couple of responses. So I'm actually going to go uh, to an iconic performance that was submitted by a friend of the show, Paul Barcelos. He mentioned Magic Johnson in the 1980 finals. Uh, he was already Magic Johnson was already the number one pick that year, and he had a bunch of hype 
uh, leading into it. And then he went to a star franchise in the Los Angeles Lakers who had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They had a bunch of great, talented players. And then they go to the finals. Uh, in game six, Kareem is sitting out with a sprained ankle, and Magic Johnson steps up, starts at center, plays all five positions, oh. scores 42 points, uh, wins the finals. And I think that's a moment when the Magic era you know, really began. And that's when magic arrived in Los Angeles. That's true. Even though he had a great season, he had a great season and he had a lot of hype coming into it, but that performance solidified Mm -hmm. his legend and is when he arrived in for the Los Angeles Lakers. That's very good. Credit to you, Paul Barcellus. I'd back that up. Vic, what, why don't you give us a moment? Um, I'm going to go totally against that. I don't think magic arrived in the 1980, uh, season or finals. Is the NC2A? I'm going to say Magic Johnson arrived in Lakers lore as the greatest Laker to ever play in 1985. Baby hook. No, 85. The Lakers had lost to the Celtics. It feels like, ooh, oh, hold on, timeout. Is he Colorado just took the lead. Yes, oh, did. man. Yep. Top of the 13th. Two to one, top of the 13th. Wow. Anyways, uh, back to my story. The Lakers had never beaten the Celtics in the finals. And in 1985, and see here, in 1980, Magic, yes, he was on that team, but I don't feel like it was Magic's team. That was was Kareem's Kareem's, team. It was the older guys' team. It wasn't Magic's team. 1982, they played the 76ers. That doesn't count. Um, 1985, (laughs) against the hated Celtics, game six in Boston, Boston. Magic Johnson wins the uh, NBA championship for the Los Angeles Lakers. Jerry West to this day still says that is his favorite championship because he lost in I don't know how many finals against the Celtics. And that year, that win, that series, I think cements Magic Johnson as the greatest Laker ever, Mm. beating your your arch rivals in the NBA finals. How close is Kobe to him in in your eyes as the greatest Laker ever? Um, see, man, I grew up with the old guys, though. It's hard. <laughs> Hold it's on. Hard that's, a, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's a whole other <laughs> topic. Yeah, that's hard, man. That's hard. Yeah, you guys it, talking Lakers, yeah. this is going to be a three-hour <laughs> podcast. It really would be. Well, yeah. And then I don't want to step on – does anyone have Kobe? No. No, no, I don't. Okay, well, ju- just Kobe had won three championships with Shaq, but some people might say he didn't arrive until he beat the Celtics in the finals to win that fifth one. So I think – that could be another argument that Kobe didn't arrive until he did it on his own or against the Celtics. So, so, you, so that you, argument can be made. So using that logic, though, Karl Malone never made it, and neither did uh, you know uh, <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> Karl Malone, Malone arrived when it, he put on a Lakers jersey for <laughs> no. the first time. He arrived in Ben's heart. My, my point is, is that I mean, there are there are, Dan Marino never arrived yeah. because he never won a Super Bowl. Like you can't j- just say just, that somebody I, yeah. arrived no, when you win. Like, no, I don't. So, I don't think so either. No. Yeah. No. But what's the, what's what, then? What's Carl Malone's iconic moment? What's the best moment? Oh, of his hammer! Career? Come on, I can't think of it. <laughs> don't get him started. <laughs> no, no but, but that was that was actually without, without a championship. I don't know that he has a moment that anyone. I mean, unless you're a diehard jazz fan. Well, so uh, probably what, what's his moment? Probably some Utah well, that, fans. That's happen. actually where I was going <laughs> to go with this whole segment. Was I, I think it's hard. Like so, you know, I, I was thinking like who. Who are the, the biggest you know icons in sports of my lifetime? And I thought Kobe Bryant. I thought you know Derek Jeter. And so and I'm, I was thinking to myself, you know, it's there was never to me one moment where How dare you, know, you bring like, up a Yankee. 
on this show. <laughs> Come on, we're a sports was, podcast. Cheater, we're, a sports I, I, LA, I think, we're an LA sports podcast. But I think we allowed You know cheater. the rules. Yeah. But yeah, the Yankees look I'm good on board. It's I'm assumed LA players. But, yeah. but 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 the point is is that like to me, I don't know if there's ever just one moment where you can say that's when this person arrived. I think it's like you said earlier in the in the intro is that it's a resume. And yes. you know, you know to to Walker Bueller. Let's I mean actually if you go back to Alex Wood last year, I think you could probably pick out one or two games where Alex Wood goes out and just was fantastic. And and everyone was saying, I, and I, I think myself included, like this guy could potentially be the real deal. What did he do this year? And what if the rest of his career looks like it did this year? You know, Andy Dalton in football has had, you know, <laughs> one or two Dalton. good seasons, right? But That's if you awesome. look at the resume of his entire career, he isn't that good. So be careful, Jared Goff. I'm just saying. Yes. You can't take a small sample size and then say, you know, especially after a five-touchdown and 400-yard game, like this is the day he arrives, because next year maybe a receiver goes down. Maybe uh, McVay hey, gets – Hey, Debbie Downer showed up. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey I, planned, I planned a segment for the podcast, and now Ben's going to shit all over it. <laughs> right. All I'm saying is that even with the greatest players in the world, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady – I don't think that there's ever one moment. I mean, you can always say the, the time they won the championship, but I don't think that that's necessarily fair because they've already established themselves as the stars way before that moment ever happens. All right. You know what, Hammer? Take your topic and shove it. Take it. We need to workshop this a little more. Moving on. What did USC do? Just kidding. You know, my Kobe moment is when oh, there you go. Matt Barnes was – Throwing the ball in, and and Kobe did not wow. flinch. It was amazing. Like he threw it right in his face, and Kobe did not flinch. That was when Kobe arrived in my heart. Uh, that news today just broke but, my heart. But was he right in front of him? Really? Oh wait, what? Oh yeah, it, I, didn't, it didn't change anything for I, me. I, was I, he what in... are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> my brain is unwilling to accept anything contrary to that. <laughs> no, for me, it kind of. I think the news coming out today that he was standing off to the side. I, you know, it's listen. Barely I don't. Look, off. I don't it's, yeah, it's like it, the ball still comes within a couple of inches right. of his yes. face. Like, I don't. It's not. <laughs> I don't think much differently of it. I still think that not it's pretty yeah, bad. I don't think it doesn't change anything. Absolutely. Yeah, but the fact that the narrative in in you know in in Twitter sphere and, and Facebook, <laughs> it's a lie. And yes. Reddit, and all the shit that I've been reading on is that you know, oh yeah, it doesn't mean as much. And it's like I thought that that was one of Kobe's best moments, where it's just like I'm such a competitor. That you can throw the ball directly in my face, and if that means that I get the ball from my team, it's worth it. Like I'm yeah. not gonna flinch. Yeah. But regardless, That's regardless, it's Kobe knew was in Barnes' head. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. So regardless of whether he's throwing tuple. it in his right. face or passing it in, Kobe knew he wasn't doing either. Right. He didn't flinch at all. If yeah. if he knew he was gonna pass it in, he did put his arm out. He didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. And more Changes so nothing. and more so to the flinching, it, it kind of seemed like Kobe had that smirk. On his face when he was trying to go ahead and make him flinch. Yeah. Oh, I miss that smirk so Seriously. much. That's when he arrived Seriously. at me the first time I saw the smirk. <laughs> Besa, why don't you give us your moment? Well, you know, th- this is, this again, this is a very difficult question just because it is so open-ended. I mean, you throw somebody out there like Magic Johnson. All or, right, we get it. Or Hammer Kobe needs Bryant, to rework you know this, uh, this thing. With five guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm with, taking off my headphones. I'm going back. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, with five guys in the room, you're going to come up with possibly five different answers. So I made it a little bit relevant to me. Okay. That's... And, and that's... And I know we really make fun of him. The day that Dong Dong won the, the gymnastics. Uh, oh, oh no, wow. wow. You brought up the ding, Olympics. Ding, 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 ding. No, no, no. Wait. Dong, 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 dong. Yeah, yeah. 
Dong, oh, the day oh, that sounds wrong. The yeah. day Garrett Richards got a shark piss injection. <laughs> no, that, although that was pretty close. <laughs> and and I right know around. we oh, make man. fun of him, but I'm gonna have to go back to Mr. Oatmeal. No sugar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mike <laughs> Hold on. Trout. Mr. We, Unsweetened Tea. We yeah. don't make fun of him. Ben makes fun of him. Well, <laughs> we don't just in case Ben forgot him. his name, yeah. Mr. Oatmeal No Sugar. I, I'm very well aware who that is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and more so, you know, I, when, when Trout first got onto the scene in 2012, I, I can't say that I was really a fan of his. You've wasted six years of his career already? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let the man talk. That that was more so his rookie year. Oh, rookie years. <laughs> but honestly, Mike Trout had a had a spectacular rookie year for the for the Angels. He hit thirty home runs. He had ninety seven or so RBIs. In two thousand and thirteen, he pretty much mimics what he does in two thousand and twelve. And you go into two thousand fourteen season, and I think to myself, you know what? It cannot possibly get any better than it has been for the last two years but it does and that defining moment for me was during that very first game of the 2014 season and you got to look back at what happened three days before this is exactly when Mike Trout got his contract his six years getting paid 144 million dollars and Mike Trout can only celebrate a Mike Trout kind of way and what does he do on the very first pitch he gets a home run Oh, yeah. And maybe that's the nostalgia of the very first game. Did you celebrate with oatmeal? Oh, yeah. I was, I was flinging it <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> maybe Went home and watched the Weather Channel and, <laughs> and oatmeal. Yeah. Oatmeal Slammed a bottle of milk. That's, that's not a lie. He'd be loving the weather. That's, that's not a joke. <laughs> Please tell me that. No. It's so true. No. I have, I have, Look an, it article. I have Mike an article. Mike Trout loves oh, the weather. God. He's obsessed with the Weather Channel. Sorry, Darren. <laughs> really? Well, he, he wouldn't survive like in New York, right? I mean, no. He's from yeah. Philly. Yeah. He he is from Philly, yeah. Yeah. He's All probably right. from the outskirts of Philly. <laughs> the suburb. He's, yeah. he's from New he's Jersey, from, actually. Millville, he's he's New Jersey. from Cerritos, PA. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, going back to that, you know what? Call it the nostalgia of being at that game or the fact that the ball was literally 15 feet away from me when it landed into the bullpen. That was the defining moment for me where, where Mike Trout. This is the beginning of something. Yeah. This is the beginning of a of a player that who might possibly start an angel and possibly might even end his career as an angel. So <laughs> don't get these keeping, guys started yeah, on that. Keeping my fingers I crossed. I hope he does. As long as yes. the angels treat him do right. Yeah. And, and, well, yeah. So we'll talk about that later. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? Real quick, I got to make this quick because we can't talk too much angels. Otherwise, we lose everybody. I, I had a Mike Trout, Trout moment <laughs> See, as well. You're downplaying and, the angels already. And <laughs> the my moment is he was already a big star, but when he made the catch, and the we all catch, know what yes. catch that is. I remember watching oh, yeah. the game, that's and, and that's kind of where I went with this topic was something that I like witnessed and saw and just had like this emotional yeah. response to. I remember seeing that, and that to me, you already knew Mike Trout was special, but that elevated him to another level. You to know what? Like it's, that, it's effort that, when effort doesn't need to be given in, in for that particular yeah, moment, yeah, and, and that's what that shows. And it, it was it was the Bo Jackson running up the wall moment. Yeah, it was the. Jordan Duncan from the free throw line moment, like it was that moment that yeah. just took him to that next kind level. Elevated his, and uh, you're like, wow, this guy is he's something, something special. Yeah, yeah. 
That was that was mine. Ben, do you have a moment? Or, no, you no, already I did. No, 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 no. Thing. I oh, do actually did. have a moment. <laughs> okay. So I oh, thought he, he doesn't. He's not familiar with yes and. He just said how horrible the bit is. And then he <laughs> <it all. laughs> he's no and. He's no and. <laughs> the only thing that I can think of, and it's because he's a Raider, was Bo Jackson. Mm. When nice. he, when he first came great out, one, he was a rookie. One. He runs over the Boz. Yes. And scores a touchdown. And that game had been built up. You know, you had the best linebacker from college yeah, football. You had the yeah. best running back from college football. Who's going to win the Battle of the Wills? And all of a sudden, Bo comes in, just knocks the crap out of that him, gets awesome, the touchdown. Dude. I still remember and that. And Boz was never the same player yeah, after that. Yeah. And so to me, that was the day that, that Bo Jackson went from great player to, to oh. just somebody that was just at another level. Oh, totally that's, agree. that's the totally most Ben of moments, too, because that's not only showing your athletic ability, but that's also getting in the opponent's head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Great That's moment. the anti-soft. <laughs> Did we cover all of them? Hammer, I know you got a soccer one. Well, it's it's Zlatan. Oh, uh, <laughs> just, all you got to say yeah. is Zlatan, and it, it, it requires no put, explanation. You know, he, he took an Ronaldo's ad out crying on the paper. Right now. Yeah, he took it. Well, let's not talk about Ronaldo. <laughs> He's got his own yeah. problems he going on. It's problems. LA related. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but Zlatan took an ad out in the Los Angeles Times saying, "You're welcome," of someone who you know the average <laughs> sports fan probably doesn't know who he is. Shows up against their crosstown rivals, is in for 10 minutes, and then scores one of the most beautiful goals you'll ever see from 40 yards out. I mean, he arrived. I mean, the second he got off the plane, he arrived. And so that literally is a, is a moment. <laughs> but, Wait, but, maybe um, I, I think I misunderstood the whole thing. When they arrived in L.A.? Because that's a, that's a much more boring segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you could say that Zlatan had a whole resume. He, he's done it all. He's played in World Cups. He's won championships in Europe. But as, as, a, as a member of a Los Angeles team, that was his announcement that he's arrived here and that he's here to make some noise. And to me, that's how I took it. So, again, there's a lot of different ways this can go. So thank you guys for playing along because, it, again, it, it's subjective. But I'm, I'm glad to hear the different directions that you guys went with. It. Love it. Love it. Listeners out there, if you have any moments that we missed or, or ones you'd like to share, if you understood what the topic was about. <laughs> Good luck with that, by tweet, the way. Tweet them to us or put them on Facebook. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Hammer, I loved it. I loved it. I don't care what Ben says. You are a gem and a, and a testament to your people. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I, I don't know. The Portuguese. Right. The Portuguese people. Yeah, I love the Portuguese. We, uh, I understand Second that. only hey, to Canadians. It's preseason. <laughs> and how dare you? Oh, that's not true. I love uh, Portuguese way more than Canadians. Uh, Lakers. It's preseason, and we all know the preseason does not Mean matter. Anything. Except when it involves the king himself, uh. LeBron James. I tell you what, I'm I, I, him taking off the 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 warm up and you know it's check, weird. It was weird. Yeah, it's real. I'm still yeah. not used to it. it. Watching the highlights, it it just it looks so weird <laughs> with him in a Laker jersey. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, he uh, looks good in it. Yeah. Looks good in the purple and gold. And he was dishing dimes. I mean, the guy was passing like magic out there. It was nice to see. Um, obviously, you know, you can't take too much away from the game. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, one of the things that I did like is M McGee looks very mobile. Um, yeah, well, look at the opening off the tip off that first yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that shows the impact that LeBron and McGee and Rondo and are Rondo. Have yeah, on this team. I think McGee, is that I when think he arrived. That's when they arrived. <laughs> they literally that was their first time playing for the Lakers. So yes, just 
twist it now. I love it. Uh, I'm walking out. <laughs> That's my move. Uh, hammer. <laughs> hammer. Uh, but love yeah, it, it was. It the was, New Jerseys was... look good on the Lakers. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no one's going to bite. Uh-oh. No bite. Nope. Nope. We don't talk about <laughs> uniforms on this show. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's exciting yeah. to have yeah. Lakers basketball back. I, I do have one question for Vic. All right. What's your take on LeBron's hostility towards the LA media? Because my, my take is that he's already in this fishbowl and I think he's already irritated. <laughs> and I think that the, the LA media now knows that they can get that response from him and they're going to go after him this year. And I think it's going to make for a very uncomfortable <laughs> Belichickian type of press conference every every day. Is, what do you think that this is going to maintain itself, or do you think it's going to go away and they're just going to give him softball questions moving forward? Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think I think some of it's going to change. I think so, especially if this team does well. Um, you know, LA loves loves winners, and uh, if he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and this team is is doing what it's supposed to be doing, I think it's gonna it's gonna tail off a little bit, but. At the same time, who knows? There might be a couple of rogue uh, Maverick reporters in there that know exactly what you said. They know that they can get of to him and they're going to continue it. Yeah. yeah. They're absolutely worthy. Yeah. Be. So it's going to be fun to watch. Because, um, you know, in Cleveland, when you, know, when you own the city, yeah. you pretty much tell management, you say, listen, if this guy's going to ask me a bullshit question, he doesn't get a press pass. In Los Angeles, that doesn't that happen. That does not work. You yeah. know? And that's yeah. why you know players like Mike Trout, we talked about earlier, probably like wouldn't president. do well in New York. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So that you know, some players fit better in in certain cities, and yeah. so you know. And I, and I think LeBron but, is also gonna he's gonna he's gonna change a little bit. Also, I think he's gonna get used to it. He's gonna get to know these guys. He doesn't know hardly any of these reporters, anyway. So he's probably gonna get to know them. They're gonna get to know him. And uh, um, I, I just I just think it's it's exactly what you see on the court. It's it's you know growing up. It's the uh, getting used to each other. The knowing where everybody's on the court. Knowing what kind of questions you can ask. Stuff like that. It's a getting used to period. But I think it'll be fun to watch. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Agree to agree. Oh, look at that! Colorado wow. won. Colorado won in wow. Chicago. Awesome. That is <laughs> that is rough. I hope you Darvish uh, has a great off season. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your off season, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, uh, we gotta mention the Angels and. Our dear Mike Sosha, after yeah. 19 years, he is retiring from managing. Uh, thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. It's kind of uh, exciting. We knew this. We had a source. We, you heard it here yeah. first, folks, yeah. that he was retiring. Well, you know, you actually could... we were heard it months ago, and then he denied <laughs> it. We just confirmed it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of seemed relevant that he was going to go ahead and retire. I mean, you have that bobblehead night. Yeah. Uh, even during Sunday's game, uh, there. Were playing montages uh, yeah. throughout the game when yeah. he was, you know, with the Dodgers. But, yeah, you know what? 19 years, that equates to something like 3,070-some-odd games. That's a long time. And, I, you know, I really value the respect that he's given the Angels. He's gotten us through a lot. But it's just at that time, and it was a very good time for him to go ahead and move on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, some would say late. maybe a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was giving him a little credit. Come yeah. on, guys. Some podcasters <laughs> might argue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they've been cleaning up the party for a while, <laughs> and he's like that guest that's just kind of lingering <laughs> around. That's like, Pujols. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go away. So you want me to call you an Uber? Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. going to have another beer. You, you want to have another? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just want to go to sleep. No, Come I, on. Pujols over. Pujols will be there the next morning when you're cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is going to be the best thing that happens to the Angels. I think it's a great. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love Sosha. I think he was a great manager. Of um, I think he brought you guys a World Series. You guys will never be able to thank him enough for that. But his time had to come, and it it it's it's been due. And the Angels need to catch up to everybody else. Yes, we do. So yes. yeah, yeah, this team needs this to go is, young. I yeah. think you know because on paper. We should oh, be winning. Yeah. And, uh, oh, boy. Winning. There we go. What exactly should you be winning on paper? <laughs> that was toilet paper in the beginning of the season. Really, because that did not pan out. How dare you? How dare you? Hey, I'm the Angel fan I feel here. like we should really also, as long as we're talking Angels, real quick, Otani had his Tommy John surgery, and that was a success. Mm-hmm. So all the best in a speedy recovery. We expect to see it uh We're losing listeners by the minute. All right, moving on. <laughs> No, we're just losing bad. Let's uh, let's wrap up the show with uh, Hammer's house. Won't Hammer? Why don't you talk <laughs> about house? all the stuff that we missed? Wow, whose house? Hammer's Who's house. Hammer's house. I, like I feel like that constitutes yourself showing USC Galaxy and Bachelor in Paradise. Quick. Uh, well, Bachelor in Paradise is long gone. Oh, so, oh okay. Uh, all, all, all the best. Don't pretend like you didn't know. And, uh, <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, because it's really much of the same uh, since since we last potted. Basically, USC went into Arizona. They took a twenty-four to zero lead, and then they almost let it slip away. They actually won that game twenty-four to twenty. They had eighteen penalties for a hundred and sixty-nine yards in Oof. penalty yardage. So um, again, that goes back to coaching. I think USC won that game because of Khalil Tate and Arizona's incompetence, as opposed to USC going in there and really. Um, and really taking it to them. USC made a lot of errors, but they were fortunate to walk out of there victorious. So they're on a bye week this week. Maybe this is a good thing for Coach Helton and the guys to get some time away, get some rest, refocus, so they can uh, clean up some of those penalties. But they do have a winning record. They're they're three and two, and so we'll, we'll see where this goes with USC. So how pissed the, are you, Ben? Help. I'm sorry. How pissed are you, Ben? Did he check out that they have a winning record? No, I listen. I they're gonna have a winning record. Yeah. Their talent alone will make sure that they have a winning record. But to me, anything more than three losses for a, te- a team that's this talented is an underachieving team. Yeah. And they're going to have. Will they see it that way and get rid of Helton? What do they? What needs to happen to get rid of Helton? To to me, you have to have somebody that's going to replace him. That's going to be better. You can't take a chance on a first time coach like we have with Helton or like they were going to do with Orzhov. So she's available. Yeah, <laughs> they could get Sosha, but I think that you need when you're when you're USC and you're Texas, you need to get that Tom Herman, you need to get that Urban Meyer, you need to get that 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 kind of guy, you know, to come in. And if and if nobody's available, I, I think they may just stick with them. And as long as they do, I'll just kind of tune out. There is unwatchable. <laughs> That's awesome. But Love I'm it. almost of. of of the other school of thought where maybe you don't go after someone, a coach who has arrived. Thank you very much. Uh, but you go after maybe someone younger, a, a new look like a Sean McVay has kind of set the, the blueprint to you get a young guy, someone with new ideas and trying something different. And maybe that's someone who could spark something new with this USC program. But 
who is that guy? I don't know. And so Colorado's ranked 21st. That's They've got him in a couple weeks. We'll see how they do there. But after that, their schedule is, is pretty easy up until they get Notre Dame to close out the season. So uh, they, they probably won't end the season with maybe four losses max. So if they get more than four losses, I think we could see Helton on the chopping block. But I, I don't see them doing that. So it seems like we're stuck with that until we see uh, some growth. And again, JT Daniels looks good. Uh, so, so that's a positive that you're going to take from it. But USC isn't going to be winning uh, national championships. They're not going to be going into a playoff, and, and that's a sad thing. And so, I, I totally get why uh, why Ben and a lot of USC fans might might tune out this season. Ugh. Yeah, I'm Sanctions, out. I'm out. Right? Sanctions. I, I won't watch another game. I, I, I it literally could be. Oh, wow. You won't watch Notre Dame? No. Oh, they're going to get smoked. To watch yeah, they're going to get. <laughs> they're going to absolutely get smoked. So yes. why would you want them to watch? <laughs> Because it's interesting. No, it's you want to see maybe just that off chance. And you know, I, I'm on the side with Ben with this one. When you when you don't have that coach who's quite there, and it was like me with Mike Sosha towards the end of the season. And Jeff Fisher two years ago. And exactly, <laughs> Jeff Fisher too. Oh, we had season tickets. Don't we had to watch. His name. Yeah, we were forced to watch his name. A lot of beer. But you tune out. Yeah. You, it, it's not good. For I would rather do something else than waste my yeah. time. You hear these fair weather fans, Vic? Oh, we're not man. fair weather fans. We're <laughs> smart fans. Us. Yeah. Tell you. Voting with There's your only time. So much time. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Especially as, as especially when you have kids and you start to get older. Yeah, that team that time goes by a lot faster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell us more, Grandpa Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer, what else you got in your Hammer's house? And the, uh, Hammer's house. I'm going to close it with the Galaxy update again. Much of the same. The Galaxy won three zero again. So this is their second three uh... zero win. A shout out. They they are probably one of the hottest teams in soccer right now, just because. They're clicking, but they, unfortunately, they're still out of a playoff position. And much like the Dodgers were in their situation, they're looking for other teams to lose. And so the door is still open. It's a faint chance, but uh, they're going to go away to Sporting Kansas City. And they're a team who who looks good. But if the Galaxy can go in there and get a tie or get a win, then we could be talking about the playoffs. And you don't want to mess with Zlatan in the playoffs. So Galaxy looking good. They're red hot. USC on a winning streak. Hammer's house is rocking right now. Hey, with, with the Galaxy, <laughs> yeah. with, with the Galaxy, how much of this is because Ziggy is no longer in the locker room? The, well, and that's my sources tell me uh, that with Ziggy being gone, <laughs> the team the team has almost had like a, a sigh of relief. They're looser. They're they're able to. They're getting along well. I guess they're playing music in the locker room, which is something that wasn't happening. Like post game, everyone's happy. Everyone's getting along, and so I think Siggy obviously his coaching style wasn't resonating with these players. So their interim coach right now, uh, Dom Kinnear, seems to be putting the right pieces together. His chemistry with the team is working, and so you know he's benched uh, a couple high profile players, some guys who are making some large salaries, but he's benched them to go with team chemistry versus name. So I think that shows that he's he's favoring team chemistry. So the team looks much looser, much happier. Everything's clicking right now. The only sad thing is it's it's a little too late in the season, and we'll see if they can have someone else slip up. I, I bet you get to take it back to the Angels and lose more listeners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that next year's locker room. Uniforms? I bet you that le- next year's locker room is just going to be so much more improved just by getting somebody, just getting fresh yeah, blood yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. That, yes. that the, the cohesiveness of the team will, you know, they'll rally around each other a little bit more. And that I think that that will in itself will probably be worth five yeah. or six games in the standings. Yeah. yeah. 
and and this is something that t- it takes time. And last year was the worst season in Galaxy history, and so that was a depression. So this season you had to rebuild and kind of build it up. So now if you end the season on a high note, even if you don't make the playoffs, but you say, you know, we missed the playoff line, but we were red hot at the end of the season. We still have Zlatan. We're going to bring in some new a new coach, some new players, and that can reinvigorate the team. And you ride that momentum going into next season. Whereas to this year, you had to start from scratch. So yeah, this could, a new coach. And, and the way chemistry is going now, this could be a, a great thing. Next year could be the year for the Galaxy. As of right now, wow. you still have Zlatan. Yes, oh. that is true. <laughs> rumors, rumors. So, so, so are we, are we alluding news. to the fact that Uh-oh. we might Uh-oh. not? Save it for the ne- save next that, episode. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we'll save that for another time. We got to get going. We Right? We covered everything? Yep. We're all good? Yeah, good here. Let's get out of here then. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're on Facebook. Hey, you know what? The Kings are back. You guys should be listening to the Kings Realm for all your Kings news. Love those guys. They're really doing it, doing it up. Do you agree? Yes. Uh, yeah, they oh, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Kings Realm. They're, they're great. Love them. Love them. Uh, and of course, the Rams House for all your Rams news. Uh, guysinshorts.com is the website. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Review us up there also. Five stars, please. I think we deserve it, right? Every single one. Yep. Five stars? Every single five yeah. stars. Hey, also, quick announcement. We're taking the next couple weeks off. Oh, yeah. We haven't done this. Wait, we are? Ever. Really? <laughs> maybe maybe for Surprise. holidays. Yeah. We'll we'll post some best of maybe or, or something, but uh, I'm getting hitched. Idiot. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Idiot. More for you guys. Oh, no, wait. You guys already got married. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so you're really going to do guys, it? The guys, <laughs> it's, it's too late now. It's too late now. We're locked into a garage. You really tell us how I you I put feel. the deposit hey, on the arrived. venue. Yeah. <laughs> she's arrived. <laughs> she, yeah, she's arrived. She has arrived. <laughs> well, Jeff, she makes you a better person. <laughs> she definitely does. She definitely does. She's She's amazing. Um, so yeah, getting married and, and, uh, the guys apparently didn't want to hassle editing and, and posting the show themselves. So, or hosting the show, <laughs> <laughs> pushing the buttons is way too complicated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we decided just to take a couple weeks off, uh, for the wedding and honeymoon and all that stuff, but we'll be back better than ever before you know it. So, uh, so stick in there with us and download and, the King's uh, Realm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stick with the King's Realm, and we'll keep the, the Rams house going. But uh, the flagship, we're going to take a little sabbatical for a couple weeks. All yeah, right. I'm going to miss your ugly faces. We're, we're <laughs> oh, wait. You'll flags. be at the we'll wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess we'll see you there. I hope yeah, you won't be at the honeymoon, in the though. wedding, Jeff. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You won't be at the honeymoon, though, hopefully. I don't know. Well, uh, I'll put my cards right. Yeah, <laughs> right. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, and Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. Oh, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. I forgot about yeah, you. You're that's live via yeah. satellite. You're, I, I did have a <laughs> shitty topic for the episode, yeah. so I guess you did it Hammer, you know what? To you, sir. Yes. Well Great job, Hammer. Well done. You always bring it. Pod with heart. Cheers. Yeah. I don't know when you arrived, but this episode's when you left, really. This was it. <laughs> this was a downer. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>